0: Welcome to Magnetic Success, the podcast for ambitious female entrepreneurs ready to ditch the struggle, unlock their inner power, break through their hidden mindset blocks, and up-level their life. I'm your host, Kirsta Kamarowskis, and I'm a mindset expert, success coach, and seven-figure entrepreneur. Each week, I'll be sharing powerful mindset tips, manifestation techniques, and spiritual tools and practices to help you embody the most successful version of you, so you can leverage the power of your mind, and law of attraction to transform your business from the inside out and create a life without limits. Hello, good afternoon, everyone. Today, I wanted to talk to you about nine golden lessons from Bob Proctor. Now, obviously, for anyone that knows Bob Proctor, there have been many golden lessons. I was really lucky and signed up to a live coaching program with him last year, where I was part of a group and he mentored us every live, every single week for six months. We got to ask him our questions and get help from him. And it was an incredible experience. And during those six months, the amount of wisdom that he shared and we were lucky enough to receive is just phenomenal. And it really has changed the way I look at life. It's changed the way I look at myself. It's changed the way I look at everything. And I knew a lot about law of attraction before, but he just takes everything to a much deeper level. It's just mind-blowing. These nine golden lessons from Bob Proctor. If you implement these, you will change your life. It's undeniable. You will change your life. They're all very big ideas. So number one, and this is something he spoke about all the time and with such passion, is the imagination. It's all about the imagination. So Bob always talked about your higher faculties, like our minds have been made with or designed with these higher faculties. And we can use these, they're like our mental tools, but they're tools that if we don't use them, they get weak, they're not being exercised. So we need to deliberately and intentionally be using them and exercising them to build them up and get them stronger. And one of these is imagination. Einstein said that imagination is more powerful than knowledge, it's more important than knowledge. Now, for someone of his calibre saying that imagination is more powerful than knowledge, it's got to make you wonder, hasn't it? And Bob said, imagination will take you where you want to go. Imagination is your creative centre. So what he's saying is because everything starts in our mind, everything starts as a thought. And when we decide that we want something, we have to play it out in our mind. We have to figure out what it is in our mind first. So we're imagining ourselves having it. And that's the starting point. And then we have to continue to imagine what it is that we're trying to create. Otherwise, all we're doing is looking around to see what we've got outside of us. And we're just recreating the same thing over and over. Our lives don't change. Our results don't change. The things we're doing don't change. We live in the same day every single day. And it gets pretty frustrating and pretty depressing fast. We have to tap into our imagination all the time to start creating the life that we really want to live, a life of joy and fulfillment and adventure and fun. We're not here to just live in a box and do the same thing like the goldfish bowl. We're not here to just be doing the same thing every day. We've got a whole world, fingertips that we can enjoy. People, cultures, places. We've got everything around us, experiences. We can do so much and live in such an excellent way, right? A really fulfilling way. But we need to tap into our imagination to help us get there. We need to tap into our imagination to figure out what we want. And then when we know what we want, especially in our business, when we know what business goals we want, we know the life that we've decided that we want, that we're going to create. We need to use our imagination to tap into that place so that we can, as we all know, with the law of attraction, you've got to feel your way there. It's all about your vibration. It's all about how you think and feel. And that's what will attract what you need and want into your life. But how can you attract it if you don't know what it's like? You have to use your imagination. You have to tap into your imagination to access how it would feel, what it would look like, what it would sound like. Right. So we're tapping into our imagination. We're visualizing our future. And that has so many advantages. It's not even advantages. There's so many reasons why we should be doing that every single day. And it's because it builds belief. It gets us really clear about what we want. It helps us tap into the feelings, which means it sets our vibration, which means it changes our point of attraction. So we start attracting the things that we want instead of looking around us and just attracting the same old stuff all the time. So imagination is so important. And Bob Proctor would always say, spend more time in your imagination than you do looking at outside. And we'll come on to that one in a minute. But spend more time living in your future, creating. It's basically living in creation rather than responding and reacting to your environment all the time. Okay, because wherever you put your focus is what you're going to create in your life. Wherever you put your focus, your thoughts, your feelings and your behaviour will align to that. So if we're constantly looking at what we don't want and complaining, how's that going to affect our behaviour and the decisions we make and the choices and the actions we take? It's going to be, they're not going to be empowered, are they? Whereas when we're going to our imagination and we're living more there and really coming from a place of inspiration and adventure and excitement and joy and positive expectation, our behaviour is going to be so different, isn't it? The decisions we're going to make are going to be so different. The way we think and feel is going to be so different. So we want to always be tapping into our imagination more than looking outside of us at what we're seeing right now. So we all have a paradigm. This is the number two. Our minds are all running from a program. So we have to change the paradigm, one idea, one belief, one habit at a time to create massive success. So Bob was always talking about our paradigm. He did a course or used to run programs called the Paradigm Shift. The paradigm is basically our mental program that is programmed into our subconscious mind and it controls everything that we do. So it's our beliefs, it's our habits, It's our self-image. It's all of that. The experiences we have are created from our beliefs, right? So they're just reinforcing the beliefs, but we think our beliefs come because we've experienced this. And so, of course, we're going to believe this, but it's the other way around. So we need to go into our subconscious mind and reprogram what's in there. We nurture new beliefs. We create new habits. We change how we see ourselves. We just constantly identify It's a massive awareness piece constantly want to be aware and questioning ourselves especially when we get triggered by things when we're not doing what we know we should be doing all of these things if we're constantly aware of what's going on and we start listening to our thoughts because we we are the observer of our thoughts we aren't our minds we are our mind is just an activity but we get so caught up with thinking we are it that we define as it which makes us feel like we can't escape it sometimes when it's just going on and on but when we can sit back and just be aware of what's going on without judgment, we can disassociate a little bit, we realize that we're not actually our minds. So we can step back, we can shift it, we can shift our thoughts. Until we change that paradigm though, we are going to be churning out the same thoughts, the same ideas, the same beliefs, the same feelings, the same actions, the same behaviors, the same results, everything's the same. We have to change in our minds first. So number three, our subconscious mind controls our behavior. And it controls our results, which is what I've just said. So how do we change this paradigm? How do we change this program? We have to use our conscious mind to plant new ideas and new beliefs into our subconscious mind. The subconscious mind controls your behavior. It controls how you think, what you're doing, how you're showing up, all of your results. It controls everything. But it's running on autopilot and we're unconscious of it. We should be using our conscious mind to be like the captain of the ship. And the subconscious mind is the crew. Okay. So the subconscious mind is carrying out instructions from you all the time. It has all the power because it's controlling your behavior, but it will take whatever you give it. So if in your conscious mind you are thinking worry thoughts, doubt thoughts, thoughts that you're not going to make it, you're not good enough, you are giving all of those instructions to the captain of your ship, right? You're giving all of those instructions to a subconscious mind. So your subconscious mind is controlling your point of attraction. So You are attracting to you through law of attraction based on what is in your subconscious mind. And if you're feeding it all of these negative thoughts, all of these disempowering thoughts, and if that's what you're focused on all the time, that is what you're attracting back. So our job is to use the conscious mind to be feeding the subconscious mind with things that we want it to believe and accept as true, so that it changes how we act, how we behave, and it changes how we feel It changes the thoughts that tend to come up. And then it changes our point of attraction. It changes our vibration. Okay. Because the law of attraction responds to the vibration we're in. Law of attraction is a secondary law. Law of vibration is a primary law. So, law of attraction says that attracts like. And, law of vibration is talking about we are all vibrating. We are all energy. Okay. If you put us under a microscope, you'll see that we're moving like a really high powered microscope you will see that we're moving. We are just big balls of energy that's moving so, so fast that it feels and appears hard and solid because of the speed it's moving at. So if we're moving all the time and everything's moving all the time, we're all vibrating. Okay, And this is where frequencies come on. And I will explain this because I'm about to talk about frequency. So if we're all vibrating, We are all vibrating at different frequencies. You get low frequencies, you get high frequencies. The high frequencies, when we relate them to feelings, are feelings like joy and love and appreciation and excitement and peace and the low vibrations, things like depression and anxiety and doubt and fear and resentment, okay? So if we're always moving, we are going to be on a frequency somewhere between being really depressed or angry to really happy and excited. And everything else is vibrating too. So the law of attraction, then, because like attracts, because we're magnets, will draw to us whatever matches us on that frequency. So it's like Abraham Hicks always talks about the radio dial, right? You go in your car, all of these radio stations are playing, so many of them, right? But you can only ever hear the one that you tune into, and it's like law of attraction with you with. People that come into your life with ideas that come into your mind that can help you make the money or not help you make the money. The situations, the events, the things that just get, what's the word, organised to help you. The things that you pull into, the situations you could get if you're really worried about money and debt. And that's what you're heavily focused on. And that's what you're, you're vibrating on that level. You're on that frequency. Then you will draw more events like that you will your car will suddenly break down your washing machine will break down all these things will start happening around you because you're a match equally if you're living in a state of abundance you're living you've just feel free you feel abundant you've and it doesn't have to be that you feel rich it doesn't have to be with money you can feel abundant just by looking outside and really seeing the abundance in life and through the trees on the sand looking at the ocean and just seeing the vast abundance of sea the sky the sun nature is abundant. And when we tap into that place, suddenly what vibration are we on? We're on a much higher vibration and you can feel it in your body. You're vibrating at a higher frequency and you are now attracting anything that's a match for abundance, which yes means money, but it also means abundance of, it could be abundance of friendship. It could be abundance of love. It could be abundance of anything, but you're vibrating on that level. So how far have I just veered off? So the whole point in that was... Our conscious mind is there to plant seeds in our subconscious mind. So we want to be using our conscious mind to control the thoughts and ideas and beliefs in our subconscious mind and planting those that match the frequency of what we want, those that are vibrating on a high level. So we want to be having thoughts around abundance, thoughts around freedom, thoughts around fun, thoughts around happiness, gratitude, all of this kind of thing. The other way to look at this is if you think about your mind like a garden, So your conscious mind is the gardener, it's planting the seeds, and your subconscious mind is this really fertile soil. It's got excellent growing conditions, and it can literally grow anything you give it. So what are you going to give it? Are you going to plant seeds of doubt, seeds of worry, seeds of angst? Is that where you're focused? Or are you going to weed these seeds out, which is when we remove our limiting beliefs, we start releasing all of the stuff that doesn't serve us. We weed these old the weeds out, and then we plant new empowering ideas. And that is what our subconscious responds to. That is what law of attraction responds to. Right, I've gone way way over on this one, but that's because number four is if you want more, you have to move up a frequency. So now you understand what I mean when I'm saying frequencies. Is if you just think of all these different levels. It's if we're on, we've got how many millions and millions, possibly billions of phones have we got in this world, and someone can only ever speak to you when they call your number, your line, your frequency. Right? So there's like a untold infinite frequencies so when we are vibrating at the frequency of what we want we're going to be able to bring it in but like i said about the radio dial if you're not vibrating on that level if you're not tuned into that station if you're not aligned to it then it, these things are still there for you that you can still bring them into your life but you can't see them you can't feel them you can't attract them because you're just on a different level a different frequency well, Bob proctor always used lines to explain this like you could be down here and there's all these lines and what you want's up here, right? So you need to be going up a frequency, which means elevating yourself in how you think, how you feel, and how you act, okay? So basically, when we're talking about moving up a frequency, we're talking about upgrading your self-image because it's how you think, feel, and act. We're talking about thinking, feeling, and acting like the version of you that already has what you want, okay? Number five, your mind and thoughts must always operate on the frequency of your goals. So again, think about the lines, the ladder almost. You're here right now, which is amazing. It's great. There's nothing wrong with that. But we all have goals that we want to reach, right? And our goal is going to be up there. So we need to get up there. It's not a case of having to go somewhere, having to get something, having to get somewhere. It's a case of who do we need to become to be on the frequency of that goal. So when we think about the goal, the vision, whether it's a 100K business you want to create this year, whether it's a million, whether it's 100 million, who is the person on that level? Who is the person that has achieved that? And what are the differences between where you are now and that person? Because you want to draw the close the gap. You need to become that person now to be able to attract that and even to be able to, acre- to create it. So you're going to be taking different actions When you're thinking from the end result, when you're thinking from the goal, when you're acting as your version up here, you're going to be taking different actions to what you would be taking now, what you've taken up until now. So you have to become that person start taking those new actions now to collapse timelines and bring and manifest your goal even quicker. Okay, so it's all about changing your self-image, which is changing how you see yourself inside on a subconscious level. It needs to become programmed into your subconscious overwriting your paradigm okay once that has been accepted in your subconscious your behavior starts to change automatically but in the meantime you need to act like it you need to act like that person you need to step into those shoes now feels scary it feels uncomfortable but this is where growth happens right so number six you need to stop living by your five senses and responding or reacting to your outside environment and instead go inside to create your outside environment So Bob always talked about us just having it completely the wrong way around. So we will tend to look to see what's going on. So these are my sales. This is what the business looks like to me. Things aren't going right. This is happening to me. This is what's going on right now. So we're looking at these results that we don't want. We're looking at the things that we don't want. That's where our eyes are at. So when we're focused there, what thoughts are we generating in our mind? It's the same level frequency thoughts, isn't it? This is wrong. This is wrong. How am I going to fix that? I don't want that. I don't want that. That's how we're thinking. Our thoughts create our feelings. So then what are the emotions we're going to start feeling? Frustration, disappointment, feeling like we're not good enough, sad, depressed sometimes, incredibly frustrated, overwhelmed. So we're looking at our results. We're having thoughts that are aligned to the results that we're getting. It's making us feel crappy. So then our emotions impact our behavior. So then how are we behaving? What are the actions we're taking? We're not going to take big, ballsy actions that are going to completely change our business, are we? No, we're going to take disempowered actions. We might even stop. We might procrastinate. We might avoid. We just might not do anything at all because we're feeling pretty rubbish by now and we're feeling like everything we do won't work. Okay, so all we're doing, this is a cycle. And then of course, that behavior creates the same results. So we're looking at these results, thinking we're behaving because of them, but we're not. We're creating them because of our behavior. So what we need to do instead is we need to keep our mind, our eyes, our focus on that goal that's up here, right? So we've got our goal, our frequencies. We're down here, this is our goal. We need to be thinking of our goal, of our vision. This is what we want, this is what we want, this is what we want. This is who I need to become. What do I need to do from this place? So we're not looking at the results that are telling us we're no good, the results that are telling us we haven't got any money coming into the business, we haven't got any clients coming in, no one wants our stuff's not good enough. Instead, we're looking at the goal, the vision, and we're saying, okay, so what can I do to move me a step closer to this today? Ignoring what we don't want to see. And then by focusing on what it is that we want and where we want to go, we then, what are our thoughts like then? Oh, we get inspiration, we get ideas. I could do that. I could try that. Why don't I reach out to this person? And law of attraction responds to that. Because then we might get a DM from someone. Someone might offer to collaborate with us. We get an opportunity. We get an email through which has exactly what we needed to hear that day. How many times have you had that? Right? So it's a completely different vibration. We're talking about frequencies. We've gone up a frequency just by focusing on our goal and not looking down at what we don't want. And then the so we have different thoughts. How's that all going to make us feel? Inspired, empowered. Alive, excited, confident, ready, ready to take uncomfortable actions. So how does that influence our behavior? We get up and we do things that scare us. We get up and we do things that we don't want to do. We do it anyway. We get up and we do things that feel uncomfortable. But we're also doing the right things. We're not sat there hustling and forcing because we think nothing's going to work. We're aligned and we're in flow and we're moving towards what we want in a natural flow state. So then what results is that creating? It's getting us closer and closer to that goal all the time. So our results are more aligned to the goal rather than where we don't want to be. So they change and they compound and they get better and better. But the more we focus on them, the worse they're going to get, basically. And I know that from my experience, 100%. Almost lost my business because of that. When we changed what we focused on, when we changed to focusing just on our vision, what happened was we ended up doubling our business and hitting a seven-figure year. We had to, because then that changed how we thought, felt, and acted. And we had to be bloody consistent with that and disciplined, because it's not easy. It's not easy to ignore the things that you don't want to see. And I'm not saying ignore them, don't take responsibility. I'm saying put your focus on where you're going, because what you're looking at with your unwanted results is a record of the past. It's your past thinking. It's your past behaviour. It's everything that's happened up until this point right now. And right now you're creating your your future. Right now, you're creating tomorrow. So, do you want more of those results, or do you want to be looking to your vision and moving closer to that? Evan, life is a state of consciousness. Now, this might be a big idea for some people to understand, but everything you want comes from your mind. Okay, you are not only are you creating everything you want from your mind; you are experiencing everything in your life through your mind. Even pain, when you hurt something, you're thinking about it, and often. It's our minds that make us suffer more because then we keep thinking about it and it keeps getting worse. If we've had an argument with someone, we replay it over and over again. Like we are living through our minds. Everything is consciousness. Everything is a state of consciousness. And if you read The Greatest Secret from Rhonda Byrne, which is an incredible book, again, it's full of big ideas about who we are, what we are. She talks about us being consciousness because there's always someone, if you listen to your thoughts, who's that listening to your thoughts? Who is that? Like we think we're our bodies, we think we're our minds, but actually you can take away our body. You can take most of it away. We can have transplant plants. We take bits away and replace them. And I think, I can't remember how many years, but every so many years, don't all of our cells regenerate? Is it once every 11 years or something, we have a completely new body, right? So how can we be our body if it's just been completely regenerated through our cells over 11 years? So We can be an observer to our mind. We can listen when we meditate. We notice what's going on in our mind. We notice all these thoughts and we're like, oh, it's come up again. So who is that person? Is it the two people in your mind? So it's a really fascinating concept. And it's too big for me to talk as a small point right now. Some of you will know exactly what I'm talking about. Some of you might be going, what on earth are you talking about? But if you want to know, read The Greatest Secret by Rhonda Byrne. It's Fascinating and it makes so much sense. But generally speaking, because everything is consciousness, because your whole world, everything that you're creating is from your mind, your outside results is a reflection of what's going on in there. Okay. Everything outside of you is a mirror image to what's inside. So anything out there that you don't like, people having arguments with you about something, the money situation, the results, the clients, whatever it is, is because of something that's going on up there. So it's our job to go in and figure out what is causing the effects outside because they're not doing things to us. Our mind is causing it. Otherwise, we wouldn't even be able to see it. It wouldn't even be a match for us vibrationally. We wouldn't, it just wouldn't, we, or think these things would be happening around us and we would be deflecting them. So like water ducks back because it just doesn't even resonate with us. So something in there is creating everything out here. Assumption, this is a powerful idea. The power, the law of assumption, the power of expectation. Neville Goddard's book talks about this. And what he's basically saying is the fastest way, we're talking about quantum leaps here. So the fastest way to achieve anything requires the least amount of time and the least amount of effort, right? And he's saying, because everything starts in our mind, because everything is done through our minds then we need a psychological equivalent, which is assumption. So you basically get what you expect. You basically get what you assume. So if you assume this isn't going to work out, it's not going to work out, right? That's the power of our mind. That's the power of our thoughts. So if you expect that it is going to work out, and that might take some nurturing of a new belief, that might take some practice, that might take you taking that idea and planting it in your subconscious mind over and over again until you do believe it. But when you expect a positive outcome, You get that positive outcome. Law of attraction is responding to your expectations and your assumptions. Okay. So, the quickest way you can make a change is to expect the change, is to expect the outcome you want. Right. And also, when you are, when you're assuming this, when you have that expectation, you start operating on the frequency you need to be. So, you start behaving in the way that you need to behave to bring it in. You start operating at that higher frequency of the goal. Right. So, last of all, This is powerful. Don't wait to make the decision when your results change. So, how many times do we say, I'm just going to wait until I've got this or done this or till this has happened in my business before I do this? Usually these come around investments, don't they? I'm going to wait. I'm not going to outsource this until I've got another client. I'm not going to invest in my business until I make more money. The problem is, it usually takes for us to make those investments before we get the results that we want because if we didn't need to make those investments, if we didn't need to make those changes now, we'd already have those results. So something needs to happen. If you're identifying that you need these things, but you're waiting, it's a waiting game. You basically wait forever. We have to create these changes first to change our results. The results aren't just going to change by themselves. Like We have to make those changes. And this starts, and I know, especially with business, when it comes to investments and things, you'll be thinking, yeah, but I don't have the money. I don't have the money. But what happens with the law of attraction and manifestation is it's not about having the money right now. It's about making a decision. So if you're lost in that indecision, if you're saying to yourself, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait, law of attraction is going to respond to you waiting by giving you more waiting, more waiting, more waiting. Like you will not get there. You won't. The changes won't happen for you. But when you make that decision, the decision doesn't cost money. The decision is just a decision. When you make that decision and you start moving towards it, law of attraction will respond to that. How many times have you been there before where you've been looking, you've wanted to make an investment in your business, or you've wanted to buy something, you've wanted to go on holiday, or you wanted a car, or you wanted something just to treat yourself to me, there was something that was important to you. And you just decided, sod it, I'm going to have it. I deserve it, or I want it, or whatever it is, I need it, whatever. I'm going to have it. And then what happened? You got resourceful, you found a way, you made it happen. So while we're waiting to make that decision, we're not getting resourceful. While we're waiting to take that decision, we are not coming up with ideas or solutions. We're just saying, I can't afford it. I can't do it yet. I don't have enough. All we're doing is affirming the things that we don't want to be real in our life over and over again, subconsciously, without even knowing we're doing it. So we need to make that decision, make that decision, and then let circumstances, situations, people, events, all move around you to bring you what you want. But it's the ideas, the ideas will come. You'll suddenly get an idea of how you can do it. And again, these come through law of attraction because you're attracting thoughts that are related to the vision thoughts that are related to the solution, not the problem. But when you sat there waiting, you're going to attract waiting thoughts, still problem thoughts. I still have to wait. I still have to wait. So Bob Proctor says don't wait to make the decision when your results change. Your results won't change because your thinking hasn't changed. You have to change your thinking and make the decision first. So it just starts with the decision. It's the power of decisions. Okay decisions don't cost money do they so it's all about making this decision and then allowing the path to be shown to you i hope you enjoyed today's episode and it's inspired you to unlocking more of the success that's already within you make sure you check out the show notes in the description for a full rundown of the episode and all the important links. if you enjoyed this episode share it with a friend on social media and leave us a review on apple podcast as well Let me know what you enjoyed about this episode and that review. I really love hearing feedback from you and it helps me figure out how I can serve and support you moving forward. And if you want to go deeper, follow me on the Grams at Kirsty Kamarowskis for more inspiration or visit my website at www.mindmuse.co.uk.